For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you like compassion, excuses, and heartwarming messages, you have clicked on the wrong f***ing link. There's a new sports voice in Toronto. The smooth-talking, rough-necking Mike Roach. Where sports life and truth collide. New sports entertainment for the next generation. Something different. No bias and no BS. This is the Mike Roach Podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Roach Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And remember to follow Mike on Instagram at MikeRoach7 and at OXP.media. What is going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Mike Roach Podcast. I'm in the building once again. Haven't done a solo podcast in a little while, so I'm very happy to be back on the microphone once again at Mike Roach7 on IG, Mike underscore Roach underscore on Twitter. As the Raptors fall to the Philadelphia 76ers, 104-101 in overtime at the Wells Fargo Arena in Philadelphia. Another tough loss for the Toronto Raptors. They now drop their sixth game in a row. One and six in games decided by three points or less. And the stretch continues, folks. The stretch continues. They did look better in this game, but ultimately, you still take the L. Um, OG Ananobi did return. So write that down in your notes. And played 40 minutes on top of that. 4 of 10 from the field, 3 of 7 from downtown. And at the night with just a mere 13 points. Uh, he's going to work his way back into that groove. So don't be too concerned about that. Now, Pascal Siakam had a monster game in this one. Pascal Siakam had a monster game. On the plus-minus scale, he was a plus-three in this one. He had 38 points. Yes, 38. 15 rebounds, six six assists, a steal. And tonight, he played 48 minutes, by the way. Shot 13 to 27 from the field. Three of eight from downtown. Nine of 11 from the free throw line. This is the best we've seen Pascal Siakam in a minute. This is the best we've seen him in a minute. And OG Ananobi makes a massive difference when he gets back into your lineup. 
with what he's capable to do, stretching that floor from three, the space that OG Ananobi provides to be able to open up the floor for the rest of his teammates is clearly significant. It's something that maybe people didn't value as much as they should have, including myself. So seeing him back in the lineup and what he kind of provides for everybody else besides himself is a real eye-opener. I mean, we knew he was valuable to this team, but OG Ananobi completely changes the dynamic of the roster of what they're able to do on both ends of the floor, not just offensively, but what he can do on defensive well, defense as well. I mean, OG Ananobi is something special for the Raptors right now. And I mentioned just 13 points, but seeing what he does to everybody else's game with him in that lineup, I don't think he's a guy you can win without. You're not going to win a lot of games without him. The Raptors really don't have a true superstar on this team. Siakam is all-star caliber. Superstar caliber? Maybe you can make an argument, but I would keep him at all-star caliber. Scotty Barnes, six points in this one. Three and nine from the field. 0 of three from downtown. Didn't do much. Fred Van Vliet, if he makes a few more shots in this one, this could have been a completely different game. He was missing a bunch of wide-open shots. He was 3 of 15 from the field, 2 of 11 from the field. And I don't know what it is with Fred. He was 1 of 1 from the free throw line, but his legs look like they're not there right now. Guys are just blowing by him on defense. Shots are all out of whack, even though they're all wide open. Six rebounds in this one for Fred. Three assists, so he's not doing a great job of playmaking as well, at least specifically not in this game, but... Overall, something was wrong. If you watched him on defense, he was holding guys a lot. He looked gassed. I don't know what the hell is going on with Fred Van Vliet, but he doesn't look himself. I don't know if he's banged up a little bit. He's not feeling great. I don't know what it is, but keep your eye on Fred Van Vliet because he didn't look right tonight. From what we typically see from Fred Van Vliet compared to what we saw tonight, something did not look right. I don't know what the hell it was, but it needs to be addressed. That is for sure. And I'm going to get into my game notes soon. Kind of walk you through what happened in the second, third, and fourth quarter. I missed the first quarter. I missed the first quarter of this game. I saw 10 minutes uh, remaining in the second quarter and the rest of the game. So I did miss the first quarter. I know the Raptors were up by one after one. Uh, which is a good sign, but the Raptors did play well in this game, better than we've seen in the previous five, even though they did lose this one. And can you take away some good things from this game? Yes, you can. The defense was a lot better. You hold them to 104. Siakam looked rejuvenated. OG is back in the lineup. So those are all positives here. Malachi Flynn played 19 minutes in this one as well. Two of seven from the field. One triple in this one. He ended up the game with five points. He was a minus six on the night. Chris Boucher played 30 minutes in this game. He was four or six from the field. 13 points. He was a plus three on the night. Four or six from the field. 
one or three from downtown. He had 10 rebounds, two assists, two steals. And he didn't look bad. He looked pretty, pretty good tonight. He was hustling out there. He was doing some pretty good things, playing pretty well on the defensive end. I will mention Thaddeus Young. He had eight points. He was a plus three on the night, 19 minutes, four or seven from the field, all of two from downtown, but he did have five rebounds and two assists. Let's get to the game notes. Now, when I tuned into this game, I tuned in very early into the second quarter, 10 minutes remaining. 17 to 4 run by the Philadelphia 76ers. And when I was watching the game from an offensive standpoint, the Raptors looked like they didn't have much chemistry at times. They didn't look like they'd been playing together for a while, but I mean, that's what's going to happen when you have so many lineup changes. Guys in and out of the lineup because of injuries. You're playing with a whole bunch of new guys all the time. You're not familiar. Even though you play with these guys, you're not familiar with them because of so many different lineup changes. One day, Ananobi's in, then he's out. Next, Hernan Gomez. Next, Coloco, who didn't even see the floor in this game. Thaddeus Young has been pretty consistent getting playing time as of late, even though there are still games where he's a DNP. So, I mean, Gary Trent Jr., once again, he's back out of the lineup after being out the lineup, back in the lineup. Now he's out the lineup again. I mean, there's kind of just no consistency here. And we're going to have to get that consistency within the lineup if we want to see things begin to turn around a little bit, you can't get a rhythm if you're not in the lineup consistently, whether it be because of injury, whether it be because they're DNPs. At some point, you have to have cohesiveness within your lineup so that they can build and mesh with chemistry amongst each other. It's just a fact. It has to be that way. Okay, so they're inconsistent because of so many lineup changes that they're seeing. And that's not on Nick Nurse. He's been dealt a tough hand. But at the end of the day, he has to make the best possible decisions to put the Raptors in position to be able to get a W. That's just the way it is. And with 6.24 remaining in the queue in the second quarter, Siakam had 11 points and three rebounds. Chris Boucher had six points and four rebounds with 5.36 remaining in the queue. The Raptors were two of 12 from three-point range. Two of 12, while Philly was six of 14. The Raptors had eight turnovers. They had eight second-chance points while Philly had zero. But when you look at their bench scoring, Philly was up 25-12 to 12 at that point with 536 remaining. Birch is getting you some points. Sorry, Boucher is getting you some points off the bench along with Thaddeus Young. But after that, you got to hope Malachi Flynn does something. But on the other end, you're looking at George's Niang, five points. Daniel House Jr., nine points. Montrezl Harrell, seven points. Forget about Thibault. I won't even mention him. Shake Milton had four. 
But overall, the bench from the opposing teams are being able to put the ball in the basket more than the Raptors. So that's an issue of concern that they got to address. Now, Thad Young, what I like about him is that he always brings that energy on both ends of the floor. He's just one of those guys who comes to work with a hard hat on. Does his job, never complains. He'll get in the game. He's never going to make your team worse. He always plays hard, all right? Technical fouls now on both P.J. Tucker and Siakam. They were going at it. But, I mean, P.J. Tucker, I mean, he got the business. He got the business from Pascal Siakam. P.J. Tucker needs to stop talking. That dude is getting roasted by Pascal on the regular. Okay, let's just make that absolutely clear. Malachi Flynn, on the other hand, I did mention he had five points. But he was looking confident the way he's shooting the ball, even though he didn't, you know, get a ton of shots up, two or seven from the field. But he looks confident when he's out there on the offensive end. 57-46 Philadelphia at halftime. Uh, Siakam, 15-3-3. Van Vliet was 2-9 from the field. Uh, had 5.6 rebounds. Joel Embiid had 12.6 rebounds. But 3-17 of 17 from downtown for the Raptors at halftime in regards to three-point shooting, only 17%. Now, Fred shoots. This is the third quarter, by the way. Uh, Siakam started off hot. Started off 2-2, two of two, made a big three. Had a nice step-back jumper. What I didn't like is that Fred shoots a three after Siakam makes two jumpers, misses it, killed the momentum. Philly goes and responds with a 7-0 run. Now, Philly was up 69-56. Siakam had 20.6 rebounds, four assists, with 7.20 remaining in the game. 72-65 now with 4.59 remaining. Philly's up. Siakam had 23 points. I put in my notes here. I'll circle it. He was absolutely roasting P.J. Tucker. Now, one move, chestnut checkers from Nick Nurse that I really liked. When the quarter was ending, there was five seconds left, and he made an offense-to-defense substitution. He puts Siakam in with five seconds left. He drills a three. Drills a three. 31 points now at the end of the third quarter. 16 points in the third quarter. He shot six of nine from the field. Chris was hustling. He was good on defense. He was getting some rebounds. And Nick Nurse was coaching in this game like it was a playoff game. He wanted this one badly. I wanted this one badly. Everyone wanted this one badly because they were playing much better in this one. They were showing some urgency. Showing some tenacity, showing some heart. And it's really, really tough that they didn't get this win because the schedule just gets harder. They got New York, who's won seven games in a row on Wednesday night. They got the Cleveland Cavaliers coming up after that. Then you got the Clippers. You got Memphis. You got Phoenix. So things don't get any easier. You need every W that you can get. And I don't care what anybody says. When losses start piling up, it gets discouraging. But you have to rally as a team. You got to rally as a unit together. 
no matter how hard it gets, it can't get any worse. So you guys got to continue to communicate with each other, not just on the court, but off the court to rally each other. This is the NBA. No boys allowed. You got to man the hell up and fight for each other. You got to play for each other. That's just what it is. I don't have to say that to this team. They already know it. There's champions on here. They're not going to cry. They're going to roll up their sleeves. Pack their lunchbox. Head to New York. And try to get a W. That's what they're going to try to do. Period. And that's the attitude you got to have. You can't have any other attitude. Because it won't matter. Nobody cares. About the Raptors losing. Aside from the people on that roster. And the coaching staff. And the people in this city. We've done a lot of winning. Over the last 10 years. Nobody is going to have pity. On this franchise. All they got to do is suck it up. Regroup. Go out there again and try to get a W. Let's head to the fourth quarter. One thing I really liked about Pascal Siakam, and I'm glad I put this in my notes or I may not have remembered, his ball pressure looked fantastic tonight. His defense looked great. That one-on-one defense getting right up in the grill of the defender. Breathing all over them. Snarling all over their face. I like it from Pascal Siakam. Dudes were giving the ball up quick because he was all over them. Moving his feet, not getting cheap fouls. I'm impressed by Pascal Siakam's defense against Philadelphia. Encouraging. Now, Chris Boucher nailed a step back three. That was impressive. Defensive play on James Harden. Ended up getting James Harden an offensive foul. And the Raptors were up with 838 remaining in this game. They were up 7. 86-79. Even seen some playmaking from Chris Boucher to Thaddeus Young for a nice layup. 92-88 with 5-10 remaining. Siakam at 35 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists at that time. And then Philly goes on an 8-0 run, 2 minutes remaining. Siakam ties the game with 5 seconds left. Going to his right. Finishes a tough layup, by the way. Has 38 points at that time. 99-99. 38 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists for Pascal Siakam. As they head in to overtime. Get into overtime. Fred is missing wide open shots still. He just didn't have legs. He didn't have legs. I could. See, he looked exhausted. I don't know what the hell is going on. 
He looked exhausted. He didn't have the legs in this one. I'm telling you. Anybody who was watching the game could have seen that. And, like, there's no point going over the rest of this game. The Raptors had their opportunities. They didn't capitalize. 104-101. Philadelphia pulls out the victory. Raptors on a six-game losing streak. One and six in games decided by three points or less. And Joel Embiid in this one. He ends up with 28 points. Six of 16 from the field. Two or three from downtown. 14 of 15 from the free throw line. 11 rebounds. Four assists. Two steals. 21 from Tobias Harris. Seven and nine from the field. Five of seven. From three-point range. Five of seven. And encouraging play from the Raptors, but they still get an L in this one. Hopefully, they can break this thing before that little Christmas break those few days off. They need a W. Badly at Mike Roach seven on IG, Mike underscore Roach underscore on Twitter. Also, I was listening to Alvin Williams on the broadcast tonight. Did you hear him talking about Gary Trent Jr.'s wardrobe? I mean, I don't know what the hell he was wearing. He looked like he was wearing a damn carpet. He looked like somebody dressed um out of Zelda. Okay, you know the game Zelda on Nintendo. I mean, he looked like one of those characters. I don't know what the hell he had on. I really don't. But good for him. He has the confidence to dress in whichever way he wants. It just looked like a carpet he had on with a hole cut in the middle that he decided to just put over his head. I don't know what that was, but whatever. I don't know what that was, and I'll leave it at that. But I guess he knows fashion. Okay, folks, so let's see what happens on Wednesday night when the Raptors take on the New York Knickerbockers. Now, they are on a, as I mentioned, they're on a seven-game win streak. So the Raptors are going to have to be careful there as well because they're playing pretty nice right now. And once again, I know a lot of people are pretty frustrated with this team right now. Do I urge patience? No, I don't. Not anymore. At some point, urging patience isn't what you want to hear anymore. I will still be patient. I believe in the front office with Bobby Webster and Masai Ujiri. Um, I will wait to see what happens. Those guys evaluate every situation before the season starts. Because we know this thing can go off the rails. You can go in a bunch of different directions here. We know that. At the end of the day, this is what it is. This is the reality. And the Raptors are not doing well. They're five games underneath 500. It's a very competitive Eastern Conference in NBA this year. It's going to be tough to get out of this unless you really go on some big win streaks. So... The Raptors have a lot of questions 
And for all those questions being asked, we're really not sure what the answers are. We're just not. And we're going to have to wait and see, folks. So at Micro7 on IG, Mike underscore Roach underscore on Twitter. I will be back again soon as my schedule is freed up a little bit. Shout out to William Liu and Alex Wong, myself, Chris Boucher. We did that uh, live episode of, of Hustle Play. That was absolutely fantastic. If you haven't heard that, head to Spotify, head to YouTube, head to Apple Podcasts. I will be off from going to Scotiabank Arena for at least a, a week and a half as the Raptors are on the road. We got Christmas uh, vacation, well, a few days off coming up. So you'll be hearing more podcasts from myself because I won't be as busy. The schedule will be switched up a little bit in the new year. Stay tuned about that. I will be giving you some more information on that coming soon. Oh, boy, we got to wait and see what happens. But, folks, this is the Mike Roach Podcast. Rate, like, subscribe, comment. I will be back again soon, and I'm out. You've been listening to the Mike Roach Podcast, where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at oxp.media or at Mike Roach 7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.